Hello and welcome to the Doctor Who Show's episode for January 2022. I'm Dave. I'm Richard. And I'm Mark. And once again, we are giving Rob a month off for summer, but I'm joined by our colleagues here from 42 to Doomsday and Spacefall, and we're all on the Goodies Pirate podcast together. We were. We were. And for the first time in over two years, we are sitting wow. here to do a podcast of decision. Unbelievable. This is BC, before Corona, wasn't it, the it last was time? Before- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the most lockdown city in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But again. Once, once again, we are all able to be here. You've joined me in my uh, apartment. We are looked over by the sacred shelves of the Target novels. We are. And we are going to play a podcast of decision. For those who haven't heard one of these before, round one is very simple. We all take four items out of the ball of Rassilon. The premise is that the time space visualizer is once again full. It needs to be cleared so we can put more of the Chibnall era into it. Whether that's a good sacrifice or not, we'll decide later. <laughs> I'm happy to pull that lever now. <laughs> but, but every round of the four that we pull out randomly, we can save one item. And each of us also has a Joker card to play to save something else. Right. So, look, it's just an excuse for me to talk about some random Doctor Who stuff and have some fun. Awesome. Mark, do you want to pull our first four <laughs> items out of the bowl of Rassilon and we can decide which one of these four we will save? I'm looking forward to this with a due sense of dread and foreboding. Let's have a look. Down the bottom here. Oh, Mask of Mandragora. Turlo. Mm. Fiona Cumming. The Two Doctors. Okay. Well, I know my choice. That's a, that's a very interesting combination. Well, no, my, my choice is clear. Well, oh, well, if we, all right, well, if I'm starting, I, I would keep the Mask of Mandragora over the others. You see, I'm very fond of the Mask of Mandragora, but Turlo is also a favourite companion of mine. I think he's one of the strongest, if not the strongest, companions of the 80s, mm. which in fairness is mostly down to Mark Strix and not the writing. Mm. Yes, and look, there's an argument maybe for a Joker to keep him. but uh... <laughs> uh, Fiona Cumming has done some very good stories and some less good stories, but yes. Planet of Fire is a favourite of mine. Enlightenment's really good as Enlightenment's well. Enlightenment's really um, good. is a bit, eh, you know, that could be down the script. And she's also, she used to, um, I think she was production associate or something in the Troughton era. So they've got that footage of her... Uh, mm. Chopping down the clapperboard, coming at the TARDIS. Oh, wow. Before it all melts away. Well, <laughs> it all got purged well, in the fire. that makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, but I think she can go. <laughs> no, so, no, 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 no one's mentioned the two no doctors. No one's mentioned the two doctors. No. Uh, two doctors is That's two episodes true. too long, personally. <laughs> it's only three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is two. <laughs> Again. Trout and Fraser Hines. No, no. Well, actually, if it was Trout and Fraser Hines for the whole thing, maybe it would have been better. I mean, this is the thing. It's got Trout and it's got Fraser. It's got Jacqueline Pierce. Yeah. It's written by Robert Holmes. What went wrong? What went wrong? It was an episode too long, and the direction is Peter Moffat just got worse as he went on. Yeah. It's just basically watching like Eve the Daleks, really. It's boring. <laughs> um, Although well, somebody's done a fan edit of that, apparently. Somebody's done a fan edit of The Two Doctors. I think it goes to like 45 minutes to 50 minutes. Okay. So I have to try and find that, yeah. But um, I like to keep Mask of Mandragora for my perfect run of Hinchcliffe's. Well, I want to keep... Turlo, mm-hmm. although I've definitely missed both Cumming and Mandragora, mm-hmm. but Turlo has to be my pick there. Richard, are you going to do a casting vote, or are you going to split us three ways, or...? No, no, no. Well, as I said, no, I'm still going with Master Mandragora, so... Well, fair enough. We win. Master Mandragora goes through. Yay! I wonder what Rob would have picked if he was here. <laughs> oh, he would have definitely gone um, Master Mandragora. <laughs> 
Oh, I reckon he's a two doctors man myself. <laughs> Let's text him and find we're, out. We're talking Rob from 42 to do yeah. so, by the way, too. Not right. So, Mask Man Dragger is through to the uh, next round, Dave. All right, Richard, do you want to give us four more? Okay, so we have. What have we got? The Daleks, the story. Not. Oh yes, right, yes. Classic, yep. classic. Oh, the Sea Devils. Classic, oh, the story. <laughs> not, not the, not the uh, alien. Oh no, TV Twenty One Dalek comics. Oh, <laughs> oh and Galaxy Four. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Galaxy Four has already been purged, so I don't think you can go have another go. Yeah, uh, look, I, I don't hate Galaxy Four. Well, it means you have to keep the animation. So, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not the best of the Hartnells. Uh, mm. In fact, it's one of the worst of the Hartnells. I can't make a remote argument for Galaxy Four to stay in that four. So I think we can quickly say that's out. Yeah, let's move Galaxy Four out of the equation there. Yep. <sighs> well, well, the Daleks, the story. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's, it's a set classic. the series up. He did, and Ian Levine saved it, apparently. Yeah, and saved it. Ian Levine saved it, despite the fact there were multiple copies existing already. (laughs) (laughs) And I just found another one, the BFI, just hanging around. And and look, can I I make the point as well, as well as being a very good script, and we all know the design of the Daleks is great, and QSEC did a really good job, but when you watch that back and you remember it's 1963 and you see the petrified jungle, Mm. the scene where they look out over a cliff into the Dalek city, Mm. the sets themselves... Look, I know people are a bit down in the exposition and... All the rest of that, but again, I think that's wonderful. And what they did with that swamp, yeah, in, yeah, in a tiny studio, it's yeah, just—it's amazing. It's yeah, amazing. It is. It is. It is. And um, I love the Sea Devils too. It's my, I, one of my favourite Pertwee's. I do. Must admit, I'm also very fond of the Sea Devils. Yeah. And I have to say, when I read them as a kid in the annuals, and that mm-hmm. I'm also actually very fond of the TV Twenty One Dalek comics. I'm so, very fond of the TV Twenty One Dalek comics. When they were repeating them in DWM in the nineties, I was really mm-hmm. fond. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. them. Would I miss them if they disappeared? Let's put the canon lens on this. Non-canon? Other two are canon. Oh. Oh, there you go. And the Sea Devils, look, I like the Sea Devils. It's a really good story. They're a really good monster design. Delgado's great in it. But there are a lot better Pertwee's. You yeah. know, it's maybe top top ten Pertwee's, not top five Pertwee. I think if you're looking at the Daleks as a purely historical piece and importance mm. in, time, in terms of the show, yep. uh, I'd probably have to plumb for the Daleks. Unfortunately, the, the TV 21 comics will be shredded and the Sea Devils will be wiped again. <laughs> <laughs> and we're about to get a Sea Devil story from Chibnall, so, you know, we don't need this. Maybe, no, maybe we should keep this one. <laughs> I'm going to play the Joker right now. <laughs> There's also Warriors of the... Do- yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like Warriors of the Dead. The book is actually really good. The show is really good. It's... Apart from the murder. Something I watched. Yeah. <laughs> Just let, let, let's sign out on that. How much money are we putting on the table? Chibnall has the murder in Legend of the Sea Devils. Oh, it'd be... Yeah. It's yep. happening. hundred bucks. Yep. Yeah. hundred bucks. Yep. Donate it to my favourite charity. Yep. All right. Well, Mark, I'm with sure you. Sure, they can I'm... get the two guys back who are in the costume originally. <laughs> Prince of Ghost. <laughs> I think one of them's dead. They're probably going to give a better performance anyway now. Right. So, Galax is going through, yeah? Yes. I'm going to Galax. Right. So, we've got... I think that's good. I'm going to put these two over here. Right. All right. What do we got? All right, I have picked four from the Bowl of Rassilon, and I have got season 15. Bye. <laughs> no, that's got a Apart from Horrifying Rock and yeah. the Image of the Fendal. Yes. yes. <laughs> the Virgin Missing Adventures. Oh, we know which one Dave's going to pick. Midnight. Mm. And Four to Doomsday. Wow. I'm actually probably going to go... Yeah, I'll probably go for season 15, I think. So I will... Purge or keep... Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I would probably put season fifteen as the weakest season mm. in the first 
20, 21 years of the show, mm. which just shows how good the show is, frankly. Yeah. But it has got horror. And Fendal. And Fendal. And Sunmakers. Mm. See, Sunmakers, I'm, I could let go. But definitely image and horror fang rock. I can hear somebody hyperventilating now <laughs> <laughs> saying, you keep horror fang rock, son. The Gestalt entity that is 42 to do so. Yes. Virgin <laughs> New Adventures. Now, they obviously have a missing very... Missing Adventures. Sorry. The, oh, the Missing Adventures. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you see, I think the Virgin Missing Adventures had a much harder task because they, A, had to sort of follow on from the New Adventures and be this new, hip, bigger-than-the-screen stuff. And at the same time, they had to live up to the spirit and the ethos mm. of the era that they were trying to replicate. Now, Gareth Roberts does a really good job of that with his three yes. season 17 one. Correct, they're, yes. They're big stories, but they feel like season 17. Yes, they do. Gary Russell captures the Trouton era really well, and that's very good. But but some either are just trying to be too much like the era and just don't quite mm. read like modern novels. A lot yeah. of misses. And, and yeah. a lot of them just yeah. don't feel like... Like, a lot of the Pervy ones just really struggle to capture the Pervy era, I think. Having said that, I did quite like the, you know, sort of section C-19 stuff. Um, yes. in a lot of the Pertwee stuff and again that's that's in the Gary Russell novels I think mainly but, um, yeah. and, and Who Killed Kennedy I can't remember reading many of the missing I mean to be this is like Big Finish on print <laughs> so maybe I'll be happy to yeah, get the incinerator fire it up yep. they now, can go Midnight that's for me a top two or three tenant story yeah it's a new series don't care alright <laughs> <laughs> for Doomsday Day for Doomsday now well, here we if, go. if we if we Wipe for the Doomsday from the canon. Yeah, is there like a sort of a time transference thing that happens where Forty Two to Doomsday <laughs> actually never turned out to be called Forty Two to Doomsday? It should have been called the Doable Barkers, but I'll, <laughs> to be honest, and I, I chickened out with that yeah, one. There, there was a while when it was going to be called the Leaf of Rassilon. It was, it was, and now Forty Two is such a long way away away. We have to actually call it now Fifty to Doomsday. So uh, maybe we have to have a rebranding exercise anyway. But for the Doomsday, in terms of a story, Davison's very obviously finding his feet. Um, very obviously, yeah. It's a bit. It's, it's probably sort of yeah. That, that's probably the, the turning point for Adric, I think. He's definitely of, the low yeah, point for Adric. Yes. Yeah, and it's actually quite long. It's quite boring in some places it's, as well. I, I don't mind it. Visually, it looks good. It's got some nice ideas. The concepts are all right. Uh, Stratford Johns is very cool. Um, uh, the other guest, um, oh, Paul Pete Shelley. Shelley. Paul Shelley, yes. Paul Shelley. I call it Pete Shelley. No, <laughs> Paul Shelley, sorry. Yes. Paul, Paul Shelley, who yeah. I've, I've just been watching in The Secret Army. Yes. yes. Uh, very, very good. Not as cool as he is as Provine in Blake 7. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in Fort of Doomsday, but it yeah. is, at the end of the day, quite inconsequential. Yes. yes. So I think we can put that out. Yeah. Midnight. In another round, I could be seeing myself voting for Midnight, mm. but I'm not going to put it over the other two. No. no. I'm going to vote for The Virgin Missing Adventures just because they yep. were such a big part of my fandom and my growing up. And, 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 and because, look, season yeah. 15, there's a couple of good stories, but even if you lose... Fendale and Horan, you've got all of the Hinchcliffe years. If we can negotiate, Dave, and maybe if I can move Horror Fang Rock and Image of the Fendale to maybe season 14B. Just, just pretend. And then we pretend, <laughs> pretend. I think, Dave, I'm going to have to save season 15 because I know it's, on the whole, it's not great, but it's got those two stories and they are it's, fantastic. It's got Underworld. I know, I know, I know, Dave, I know. I feel sick doing it. It's like <laughs> I'm compromising my values again. This is our chance to get rid of Underworld. <laughs> I know, I know. Plus, Invasion of Time is actually, the, yeah, the, the first part in the cliffhanger, it's very... That, that cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind Invasion of Time, but again, if we lose it, we've still got Deadly Assassin. Yeah. 
So that's, that's why I'm comfortable going for the missing adventures. But Richard, once again, the fickle Deciding figure of fate has fallen on, point you. It on me. Put the cannon lens on it again. <laughs> <laughs> that's really hard. I do I have the right? <laughs> I I would feel really bad getting rid of the version missing adventures. And look, I did enjoy some of them. I'm probably going to have to go for season 15, though, I think. All right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to use my Joker. <laughs> oh! And I'm going, to, I'm going to save the missing adventure. Yeah, well, so you okay. know what's in the bowl, so... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I'm, make, I'm, you it's okay, guys. You I'm make really... that joke every year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, I won't do that. <laughs> Mark, we are back to you. Yeah, what do we got? What do we got? Okay. Series 3 of New Who. Oh, there you go. That's an easy question. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so you did know when to play your Joker. <laughs> That's how he And the Dumont. The I, think, I think there's going to be a fight. Oh, the Peter Hating books. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, okay. so, so we're going to go over the cannon lens on this one, Mark? <laughs> I thought the cannon's broken. Um, um, okay, right. All seriousness aside... I think season three of New Who is one of the best two or three seasons in the run. Probably probably not the best. I, mean, I think series one's my favourite, ten's number two, and then probably series three. Because look at the back end of that. It's got the human nature two-parter. Yeah, it's true. got Utopia. The back end is actually it's very good. It's got the good sound of drums. Yeah. Okay, it's got Last of the Time Lords as well. Let's not but, talk about that one, but it's um, a good run-up. It's a really yeah, good run-up. It is, that it is actually. And um, Martha's a really good companion. I think yeah. a really underrated companion. Yeah. So I enjoy her. Tenant at this stage... Is very much on top of his performance without the full sort of series four just just yeah, completely just, just just off the leash. Series four of Tenant, in terms of this portrayal, it's sort of like a bit season seventeen, isn't he? Like he's, just, he's off the leash and nobody can yeah. stop him almost, yeah. and they're actually happy to let him let him go almost, and yeah. he becomes almost of a character. He's the biggest thing in UK television. He yeah, is, he is the show. I am the Doctor. He's actually tuning in to watch your direction or my performance. <laughs> <laughs> His auntie Wynne will be very upset if he doesn't get on the screen yet. So I think there's a really good argument for Series 3 to stay. Hmm. The telly movie, look, there are some nice bits in it and it's now 25 years later at the nostalgia point where we can kind of look back and go, remember when we all watched the telly movie and we all lined up to get the VHS? We have those nostalgic memories of it now. Yeah. Which doesn't help the fact that it actually isn't very good. Correct. It's yeah. But yeah. it's Paul McGann. It's it's it Paul McGann. Yes. But, but Paul McGann doesn't arrive until the half hour mark of a ninety minute film. Yeah. He then spends the next twenty minutes just doing the hmm, um, and sort of wandering around in his post regenerative thing. Yeah. The last fifteen minutes is him in the bloody you know. I know. The yeah. Yeah. Orange Grace. Thing. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 yeah I know. Like like there's fifteen good minutes of for, Paul McGann in the middle. For sure. But I suppose you get. You know all the other stuff. It gave it gave the series a bit of an extra. Well, not on television anyway, but it certainly gave the series a bit of a push in terms of Mm. well, they could do something new with the comics. The new Avengers then got taken off, and the BBC went and did some crazy shit. And we live in hope that you know somebody will see sense and maybe do a Paul McGann miniseries. He's well preserved. He's ready to go. He's very well preserved. He's ready to go. So the telling movie's not good. No, it's not good. No, no, not at all. No, so new series three. I'm happy to go. Flux, Dave. I think <coughs> Flux was fine. I enjoyed the experience of Flux. There are a couple of very good stories in Flux. It's not as good as Series 3. And am I going to go back and watch it again often? Well, probably not as much as I'm going to watch Human Nature and Utopia mm. and Blink. Mm. So 
No, I'm not. I'm not with any relish getting rid of Flux, but I think that series three has got more good episodes than Flux has. Mm. I'm happy to get rid of Flux completely. The Haining books for me, and this is again comes down to a nostalgia card, really, more than anything else. Celebration, love it to bits, mainly because it was probably the first big factual book, yep. and also the big purchase for me at the time. The, the price is some of twenty five dollars at uh, my yep. Northland. Yep. Key to time is factually inaccurate. A lot of it is, but it was actually nice at the time to have something sort of diarised, which has been attempted again a couple of times, particularly in the um, How Stammer and Walker's handbook, especially mm. on the first Doctor one. Now, I'm a little bit younger than you, not by a lot, but enough that mm. for me, the Peter Hanning book at the moment was The Time Traveller's Guide. Oh, okay, and, yeah. And that, again, yeah, okay. isn't nearly as accurate or mm. complete as I think mm. we thought it was at the time. Yeah. But again, as a young Doctor Who fan, seeing lots of photos of different spaceships and aliens and all the rest of it yeah. was very good. Yeah. 25 Glorious Years was a very interesting book, but I found it a little dry. Yeah. They're, they're better than the TARDIS Inside Out. And, uh, and the well, I mean, the, 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 the 25 <laughs> Glorious Years one definitely had, I mean, for me was, I suppose, it, it had a section on missing episodes at the time, which mm-hmm. wasn't really discussed as much I mean because I wasn't buying fanzines a lot back then really so that for me was actually a very important interesting uh, chapter but later I didn't realise that Jay and Ted basically edited all Ian Levine's name out of it and everybody else's so you know there's also the Doctor Who file which I think came after Key to Time which is a whole lot of interviews and things like that Robert Holmes and all those guys yeah that's I think that was in between I think the Time Travellers guide so So, but let me put it this way if we were doing this in about 1990, hmm. I could say, yeah, absolutely save all the Peter Haney books. They're wonderful resources. But if we lost them all now, we've got all the House Damage Walker books. Let's... We've got the David Bates yeah. book. We've, we've got a lot of better stuff than that Th- now. That, that's probably where I was going with those. I absolutely, at the time, I hmm. love those books and I read them and reread them and stuff, but there's much, much better books now. So I, I must admit, I'm happy to let them go. Again, I really love Paul McGann and I wish somebody would do a Paul McGann miniseries, but probably happy to let the telly movie go. I've only watched two episodes of Flux and if it goes, it means I don't have to watch the rest. Um, so I'm actually going with series three. Okay, I'm going to use my Joker and save the Haining books. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah because I think at the time, they're still an, they were an important part of my collection and they still yep. are, they're, you know, so... Yep. I'm happy to, uh, to to throw my Joker into the ring there, as it were, right. and uh, Flux and the Telly movie goodbye. But let's just yeah, keep Paul again somewhere, All preferably right. in a new series. Make sure you don't pick out the one that says David Bradley. Okay, for the next round we have... Ooh. The first story of every Doctor. Oh. Ooh. That's a good one. The Wheel in Space. Oh. Ooh. Missy. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) And the Christmas Invasion. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Yeah. I'll be honest, it's really only a choice between the first two, probably for me. <laughs> <Yes>. But <laughs> Look, I'll make a brief case for The Christmas Invasion in that it is, I think it's a good story and it is, I think, the best of the Christmas specials, which isn't, I'd say, 
rather than against a great, very good group of stories. I, I just but, want to know who put Dave Tennant in those pyjamas. Oh, it's probably his future wife. Um, although, to be honest, if we actually get rid of Christmas Invasion, it's still counted in there. That's true, actually. So, uh, oh, yes, so Christmas Invasion well can actually go. Sorry, Dave. Well done. Uh, so we can actually do that. We can cheat. Well done. We, well, not, no, 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 no. We're not cheating. We're just sort of bending the rules slightly. Um, Tokotrakovic style. <laughs> actually, how is that visa? <laughs> how is that visa going? Yeah, so now we've got Missy, The Wheel in Space, and the first story of every... Doctor. Yeah, look, I think it's on record. I'm not a fan of Missy. I no. did enjoy her last performance. Yeah, actually, that was pretty good. That was quite yeah, good. that was actually very good. Otherwise, it was just a little bit too harsh for me. It was more, yeah, mm-hmm. more more ham than a delicatessen relative for me to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, but the, the last the last story she was in, I thought was actually quite good. Yeah. But that's not enough to say. Absolutely not. Goodbye, Missy. We're taking the pissy out of Missy. I mean, let's be honest. The first story of every Doctor. Does that mean we get power back? We yes. get power back. <laughs> yeah. Spearhead. Classic. Spearhead, classic. Robot. Robot's Robot, good. Robot's it's fun. fun. It's it fun is absolutely story. right. Yeah. Castro Velva. It also it's means there. It's a dilemma, it's, guys. It's the yeah. <laughs> yeah. dilemma. And time and the Rani. <laughs> and actually, it means we get the telly movie back too. So, win, win, win. Yeah, well, I, I think for, for good or for bad, they are there. You yes. know, in terms of debut stories, and I'm also including an earthly child in that as well. So, yes. which is um, very good, which is excellent. So, Rose, I know you're Rose. a big fan of Rose. At the yeah, time. I am a big fan of Rose. Yeah, Eleventh Hour thing's actually quite all right. I, I've never really got. Yeah, I know you haven't Hour, liked but, it though. But, but I liked like some of the Eleventh Hour. I thought the last probably ten minutes or so, where he's basically just doing the on the Doctor run. Yeah, um, that, that, was that was, that was like, really. Um, it was an really, excuse to get the flashbacks happening, yeah, get those royalty checks happening to the oldies. Yeah, deep breath. But yeah, I didn't enjoy Deep Breath. No, even in black and white, it was still rubbish. No, it wasn't rubbish. Look, Capaldi... <laughs> Marco Carmaggio version. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clem Fandango version. I, I, I really did feel that Deep Breath was a Matt Smith story. It was, actually. And, and, and at the end, it. you know, when the Doctor oh, rings, yes. rings at that, that was crap. It, it, it's okay for him to regenerate, and you know, and you it's have okay to help him because he's scared. Yeah. It's like, come mm-hmm. on, you don't need yeah. that crap. Jesus Christ. Anyway. And the woman who fell down. Yeah. That was okay. But I mean, I mean, let's face it. It's really the first three or four that are saving yeah. this category because yeah. an earthly child is good. Like, like I really mm. like it. Yeah, Power is a classic. Spearhead is absolutely a classic. Yeah, and Robot's a really fun story. Castro yeah. Valve is okay. Yeah, they're doing the heavy lifting though. Absolutely. Um, yes. Twin Dilemma though is still better than Death in Heaven. Even better than Death in Heaven. Yeah, fair call. Yeah, yeah. Any wheel in space? You got. Two episodes there already, which are pretty... If it was complete, I might be more positively disposed towards it. Look, mm. I, I think that one of the problems we have is that episode three is the weakest of the mm. Yeah, episodes. that's right. There's a couple of really good episodes on the Silver Carrier with all the stuff happening with the, the servo robot and everything. Part four is when the Cybermen start invading the wheel and they actually yep. get stuff. Part three is that real sort of, let's just pause the story, get all the characters in the right place, do the exposition we need to do, yep. and kind of move everything around, which, which is a fine thing. Unless it's the only episode you're watching the first five. Mm. But, like, even just power beats Will and uh, Space. Alone or, or, yeah. and, and Spearhead trumps everything. And so, Spearhead yeah. trumps everything. <laughs> so, so yeah. unfortunately, I think, I think a yes. unanimous pick for the first yeah, story. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I think. Yep. But if you had your choice between Spearhead and power, I would always go Spearhead. Having not seen Power, Mark, I can't... Uh, <laughs> well, we watched it a couple of weeks ago. I remember I got the film cans. But we're on, re- we're on oh, record. Sorry, sorry. I think Spearhead's a better story. Yeah, yes. And I think it's because it's 
compact. Now, if it was yes. evil versus spearhead, that, that, that would it, be hard. It's going to be yeah. That better not be in there, by the way. <laughs> um, but that's but that's yeah. that's a reflection yeah. of how good I think spearhead is. In, not, in not the correct power, for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I'm going to put that in the uh, keeping pile. So we're past the halfway mark. We've got one joker left, Richard, and I'll yep. pull out another four. Yep, absolutely. All right. The four I've got. Silver Nemesis. Oh, <laughs> June Hudson. Oh, dear old June. Ooh, we talked about her in Spaceful. Guys, I think this is going to be a quick round. <laughs> the Seeds of Doom. Oh, oh, my goodness. John Wiles. Ooh. Ooh. John Wiles or John Wiles' stories? Well, let's give the man his credit. Produced four stories. Yes. Four classics? Uh, pretty close, too. I mean, Master Plan? Yep. yep. Absolutely a classic. Yep. yep. Massacre? Yep. Yes. Classic. Yep. Yes. Mythmakers? Very good. One Very of the witty stories the show's yep. done. Yeah. And The Ark? And The Ark. Like mm. an imaginative sci-fi classic. Mm. Yes. So... He's, he, he's yeah. got a lot and, of merit in. And the concepts in terms of Celestial Toymaker was actually developed under his watch before it sort of got bastardised a bit as well. Mm. I don't know about the gunfight. Was gunfighters his or not? No, he just did the four. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, in terms of pushing the envelope creatively, I think definitely Wiles was, and Tosh as well, were yeah, steering it in a more experimental <laughs> direction. <laughs> Seeds of Doom. I love it. Seeds of Doom. Oh. It's my favourite time story. It's yeah. in my top mm. three or four stories ever. So, as much as I really think John Wiles is underrated, I, I I kind of feel like I have to go Seeds of Doom. Silver Nemesis, I can take or leave. It's, it's watched in the right mood. It's kind of fun. It was definitely a letdown at the time. What's the right mood for it, Dave? Drunk. I was just going to say uh, high or drunk. And June Hudson, I mean, she definitely left her mark on the series. Oh, yeah. And she's a lovely lady as well. You don't... Oh. As long as we don't sort of feed her towards the... Um, the mulching machine. <laughs> we should um, be all right. Sea to Doom is the best Avengers story Doctor Who ever did. Yes. Well, yes. Sil- Silver Nemesis for me, as I said, I do know someone, actually we all know someone who said uh, Silver Nemesis was about as good as Doctor Who wrong. got uh, for wrong. the first episode and a half, but uh, I can't say no, I rate no, it. No, it's happy to go. Um, June Hudson, look, yes, she did definitely leave her mark on the series. And look, we, as I said a minute ago, we have talked about her on Spacefall. Yes. Keeping June Hudson, if, if we, this means we retroactively delete June Hudson from continuity, it also means we get rid of those disgraceful co- <laughs> costumes she did in Killer and <laughs> the, the sort of cockroach suits and the, the flat pancake <laughs> firefighting suits. And the Michelin fireman suit. Yeah. <laughs> but on, on the other scale of that, she designed Tom's Season 18. Yes, yeah, that's, right. that's so true. Lala, and, the more, and, the and indeed fought for keeping the scarf. Absolutely, so, yeah. And um, Lala Ward's costume in Yes, so on that yeah, basis, yeah. yes, that is most definitely a positive yes, uh, yes. in her favour. Um, but it's the Seeds of Doom. Well, I know, I can't, I know. I, I'm actually going to be, look, I like the Seeds of Doom. It's not my favourite Tom, and I probably not even in my top three Toms. I must admit, I love the Seeds of Doom, but it's not in my top three Toms. Right. Um, was it Underworld 9-1-0-2-1? <laughs> Nymon is good if you're in the right place. It mode. is. Again, um, drunk. John, John Wiles, great stories. And if keeping John Wiles means we actually get him back, then John Wiles by <laughs> country mile. <laughs> but again, John Wiles did the that, that difficult job of being the second Yes, indeed. Producer. And that's true. And he, he failed while trying, didn't he, really? He, he did. Yeah. And I think that anybody sort of being, being that second one was going to 
come up against difficult second album. Yes, yeah. That was the Hartnell and Tim or me, and I go, all right, all right, it's him. And then Ennis Lloyd came in and said, it's it's me or him. And they go, Bill, you don't get to do this twice. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's you now. Yeah, exactly. Spare well, the old lady. I was going to say, if you if you guys take the Seeds of Doom through, because you're going to advocate me, obviously, on the Seeds of Doom. Oh, I think, I think that's, that's a bit harsh, yeah. but yes. And, well, as I said, I'm probably leaning towards it as well, but I can see an argument for saving June Hudson. Well, absolutely. And, I don't, I like, I don't I, like destroying I can, old ladies. And I can see <laughs> I can see an argument for keeping John Wiles. So, so you take that through. Okay. And I'll, the Seeds of Doom is through. And I'll play You're going to save June. He's saving June, people. Or is is he, he saving John? <laughs> John or June? I'll save June. Yay! <laughs> Good old June. <laughs> Sorry, John. Sorry, John. Now it's just time for a break. So let's break. Okay. What do we got, Mark? Right, let's go. All right. Strap yourselves in, boys. All in martyrs novelizations. Ooh. Some good ones in there, actually. Ah, the war games. <laughs> and there's no jokers and left. And there's no jokers left. Ah, oh, fruit. All Auton stories. Oh. <laughs> well, actually, is Rob here in spirit so we can take his joke? <laughs> actually, can we, yeah, can we find a friend? Um, all Joe Grant. Oh my god, this is the oh worst one. Goodness. Um Well let's just tease out all Orthon stories, Spearhead, which we've just bigged up in the big Well we've way. saved Spearhead anyway. Oh, so true. Spearhead's safe. We've saved Spearhead anyway. So If you've got the, the two between Spearhead and Terra, I'd go with Spearhead, so And and yeah. then you've got Rose. I don't care about those. So, so um, yeah. So we can yeah. Yeah, so we can actually yeah. get around that. Yellow one. fever and how to cure it? <laughs> <laughs> did, yeah, I, so can, did I make an audio of that? I can't. I, no, I, I don't think don't so. Don't think even. I, I, I don't think that got, got got beyond concept stage. I think. Well, if it was written on napkins somewhere. It'd definitely be oh, well, concept. Say, they, they had a red hot go with that Gallifrey story, and that. <laughs> 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 All right. Yes. So, given that Spearhead is safe, we're yes. saying Auton Terror of the Autons isn't enough to save that in this field. No, no I don't think so. I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Spearhead is the best Auton story. So it I, is. I, I think yeah. We, we've got the best example of the Autons. So. Joe Grant, The War Games, or Ian Marta, novelisations. Ian Marta's novelisations. He's written some great books. And he used some naughty words. He did. <laughs> he did. And he, he actually was doing the, before he untimely you know, passed away, he was doing the books that really nobody else would touch. Say, yes. for example, Reign of Terror. Um, Rescue. Yes, Rescue is a yes, fantastic book. Urshock. He makes Enemy of the World really good. Yes, he, he did until Phil handed it back. Yes. Did he do the invasion? He did, he did the, the invasion, invasion with yeah. the Russian base, Nick Courtney. Uh, and he also did uh, Ark in Space. It's a fantastic book as well. It is. Ribos Operation. Ribos Ribos Operation. Ribos with three R's. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> However, oh. Joe Grant sets the course for the template companion for the next forever, really. I mean, that, that idea of what the companion is in Doctor Who, you know, the Doctor, a female companion. Yes, true. She's that's there to that's tell the true. She is really the yeah, She is the first real example of she that. She's the template companion and yep. really enjoyable to watch. But if we got rid of her, though, we'd still keep the Pertwee stories. Is that right? We're just losing the companion. And we'll replace it with something else. April Walker. Oof. Mm. There's a deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, we definitely would have been. I had to be smaller. But the Walkers. Um, yeah. That's an amazingly good story. Yeah. Remember for years, the some bloke in Sydney, he, when you say, can I have a copy of the War Games, I only give you episodes not 1, 9 and 10 because he goes, you don't need the rest. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was proved wrong. <laughs> he was proved wrong. Yeah, look, the, the War Games has had a major re-evaluation since they 
A cleaned it up, he can actually see what's going yeah, on. It hasn't right. got mould all over the film. That's print. right. Poss would lose that immortal moment. No, what a stupid <laughs> fool you are. Yeah, War Chief's pretty cool. The War Chief's yeah. very cool. Or yeah. as we call him, the master. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Yeah, and plus, you know, it gives the, the, the details of Doctor's origins yep. in a way that is not... It's actually logical if you sort of think about it. Yeah, he basically ran away from time and space where you have that story that we don't mention anymore. He was bored. He was bored. Yes. Not fell out of the sky and tortured. You got Philip Maddock? Got Philip Maddock. Well, that's Great true, Yes. Music's great too. Deadly Dudley's on form with that, especially yes. the the um yeah the uh, the Time Lord scenes, very the organs yeah, and, and everything like I that. So it feels properly epic. It does feel properly epic because it's really you know the sets for the, the Time yep. Lords are just so low key. Yeah, it's just whereas basically a couple um, of and, and just simple stuff like the way that all the control things are just little magnets on a piece of mm. card. Yeah, it's really simple, but it just looks like a wonderful alien piece. of And game. you can make them at home. You just get some felt and cut around it, just Absolutely. make it at home. You know what I mean? And considering, look, look, we're not grading on a curve here and giving out credit, but considering that it was literally Terence, we need 10 episodes, go right it, we need it the first one tomorrow. Yeah. And the fact that he and Malcolm Holt just turned out what they turned out. It's amazing fantastic. effort. Absolutely yeah. amazing effort. Where Ian had a bit more time to, uh, you know, it was all pretty much all there for him. And, and not, Well, you know, that's I'm not, the thing. I'm, yeah. I, I probably, with Ian Marta's novelisations, I think they're very good, but let's be honest, the, the stories, with the exception of a few episodes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty much all I've seen. As, as so, much as it pains me to do this, Ian. Yeah. As a certainly as a teenager or younger fan when I was reading those and I hadn't seen the stories, absolutely. I thought the yeah. novelizations were really, really good. But, you know, now now we can actually watch them. We can them. actually watch them. We so can yeah. actually watch yeah. them. Sorry, Ian. Yeah. yeah. The War Games or Joe Grant, I think I have to vote for Joe Grant just because of her role in the series. And and watching her back, she is very, very watchable and really, really good. She's not my favourite companion. And in fact, frankly, of the three Burley companions, she's probably number three on my list. Mm. But that's just a reflection of how good all of his companions were. Yes. I'm going to go for the War Games. A, because yeah, it exists. B, well. it's an epic adventure. Mm. If you're going to sit through and watch it, don't all do it in one go, obviously. And the origins and everything like that, it's all there. Joe Grant, if we... I suppose if Joe Grant wasn't there and we could have had Liz Shaw keep going for a little bit longer... Oh, well, if you put it like that. Yes. yes. When, when, you when know, you structure it like that. And Yes, I'm, I'm throwing a joker back at you two almost. Because uh, it would have been great to see mm. Caroline John go on for a bit longer. It would have. And then sort of hand over towards somebody. Not just like I've gone off to, you know, like a dodo. It's, it's almost like yeah. a dodo exit, really. It's just yeah, this, it is. I mean, they're going, oh, poor old Jackie Lane was treated badly. Well, Caroline John wasn't and treated very well. Could either. you imagine Liz Shaw meeting the master? You know, oh, I'm yeah. usually referred yeah. to as the master. Well, I've got my doctorate in physics, medicine. And exactly. Yeah. Other where's your yeah? Where's your degree? Where's buddy? your degree? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for the war games. Yeah. S M I. I don't mind you going for the war games. And look, it was a tough field that one. That's actually probably the worst one we've had. Thank you, Dave. Um, yeah. So war games is going in the keeper pile. So Our final round. Ooh. The final. All right, what do we got? Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> That's insane. Okay. <laughs> the Rebel Flesh. Ooh, the Twelfth Doctor. Oh. We don't know what the other two are yet. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> All Terence Dick scripted stories. Oh! We, well, we have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Can you buy a joke? And Martha. 
Oh. Well, we actually saved Martha when we saved Series Three, so that's true. So right. we do. Do we, we can, have the right? <laughs> so, so we can we can sort of put Martha in the. Well, is anybody? Well, let, let's be honest. Is, is anybody going to vote for the Rebel Flesh? No, 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 no. Are we going to say why? It isn't very good. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Capaldi. But it's Terence Diggs, Dave. It's Capaldi. <laughs> He was a very, very good the doctor. The Capaldi is the favourite doctor of the modern series for me. I know he's a bit of a prick in that Dalek He's one of my two. And, uh, no, see, Eccleston's my favourite doctor see, still. Yeah, it's so. my favourite ones, but, but yeah. Capaldi's yes. at number two. Yeah, and yeah. Also, it's, it's, it's Eccleston-Capaldi gap. Daylight and then some other people. <laughs> and then some other people. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Capaldi-Eccleston, then the massive chasm between the, the rest. Well, probably, ma- probably massive chasm, Whitaker. Massive chasm, Tennant. Ooh. Very big chasm, and that other guy. Ah, uh, for me, the Prince Philip. Capaldi. <laughs> Capaldi, Eccleston, massive chasm, Matt Smith, Tennant, massive journey to the centre of the Earth's core, <laughs> and still not there. Wow. Yeah, awful. Anyway, uh, let's get back to this. Capaldi's brilliant actor. A lot of, he, he was given a lot of crap in that era, the Capaldi, and he lifted it up. Capaldi and his Doctor yeah. made the Doctor Who that I think people like us were asking for for a number of years. Spot on. And it didn't always work with the general public, and I accept that. Mm. And it didn't always work at all. I accept that. But he was trying to make the Doctor Who that I think people of our generation really enjoyed. By the time we got to season 10, and it's him in top form, and Moffat sort of doing that extra year and just going, I actually don't have any agenda here. I'm just going to write a bunch mm. of fun stories. Exactly. It's a really good it series. It worked really well. Absolutely right. And especially that, that those last two stories he did were just sensational. Yes. And I wish I stopped it there. I you mean, know, I mean Capaldi in, sitting at that university in England with Bill. Yeah. That's as good a setup as the new series it has is. in my view. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot to argue there for the 12th Doctor. But, well, let's, let's, let's be strict. What... Scripts did Terence Sticks actually write? Well, we just saved the War Games. So, so Robot, the so Robot, the Five Doctors. But the Five Doctors, and David McKay's good. It's the Five Doctors that's really keeping me in there. Can we buy a Joker? What's it worth? <laughs> What's it worth to you? <laughs> that's really tough. I've got to go Capaldi. Yeah, I I agree. And, and you know, look, we're, we're not always as big on the new series as some people are. No. I think we've got to pay credit where it's due that the 12th Doctor was really good. And he made a lot of it watchable. And uh, he certainly missed, from my perspective, and Richard. He's a, and he's a good guy. He is a good guy. Because you met him, haven't you? Yeah, oh, he's I've a sensational. Have you met him, Richard? Yeah, really, no. oh, really nice him. guy. Oh, yeah. Really no. nice guy. Yeah, really nice guy. Really yeah. good guy. Really friendly. And you just don't, you sort of just don't feel nervous. Okay. And you mean very at ease, where Matt Smith is like, oh, those fist bumps and, you know. Next, uh, Peter was asking how I'm doing in Sydney, and you know, have the interaction with him. He's great. He's a fantastic ambassador for the program. And I just remember, you know, when I met him, and I was getting he was signing my book and all the rest of it. And I said, "Oh, you know, I actually work in politics, and I've worked with a lot of people who kind of think that they're Malcolm Tucker." And just the gleam in the eye, and that little smile he gave, he looked at me and said, "I bet none of them are as good as the original, are they?" And he's absolutely right. He's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good. So you could have just done the oh god, not another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yes, yeah. that's true. It's yeah. all the cool acting. Yeah. 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 And he is still fantastic in like the thick of it. You sort of watch watch episodes yeah. occasionally and he is spot on. His I know. performance in the finale of the thick of it. Yes. That is incredible. It is, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. It was very good, yeah. He's good in Local Hero too, so... Did you know it was his first film, right? <laughs> Here's a piece of trivia I haven't heard. 
I don't know when you guys know this. Did you know he won an Oscar? <laughs> he did. And he, yes, that's true. He, he didn't write the theme tune or sing the theme tune, but... Uh, no, yeah. Mark Knopfler. He did, actually. Yeah, <laughs> like your hero. Um, I'm going to go... I'm saving Capaldi. I'm yeah. saving Capaldi. Well, there's yeah. no joke. Because the BBC so, certainly sorry, didn't. Sorry, Terence. We did save so, a couple of your stories, I, I think, earlier I can't on. believe we just threw away the five doctors, but... but. Well done, Mr. Capaldi. So, Mark, you've been collecting them. At the end of round one, what have we got? Okay, so we've got the magnificent uh, 12th Doctor, the Peter Haining books... June Hudson, uh, the Daleks, Mask of Mandragora, the first story of every Doctor, the War Games, Seasons 15, and the Virgin Missing Adventures. It's not a bad little mix in the end. Hmm. Now move on to game two, which is our top three game. Another very simple one. We're going to pull some topics from the bowl of Rassilon and between us create a top three. Richard, would you like to go first this time? All right. What's our first top three topic? Ba, 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 ba. Top three production team decisions. Hmm. All right. Casting Tom Baker. Regeneration concept? The concept of regeneration. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. Um, going with the Daleks over the Masters of Luxor. <laughs> Yes. That's definitely one. Um, making the five doctors. Indeed, making the three doctors. The TARDIS, would you say the, 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 the ship, bigger on the inside than the outside, at that time was fairly revolutionary, not really. All right, I'm going I'm to go the Daleks. Yeah. I, I think I think choosing the Daleks as the second story, I think really is what put the series on the map. So that that's certainly a big moment. I mean, we say the Daleks. If you took, if you had a different sort of uh, design for the Daleks, it might not have been as successful. Say Ridley, Ridley Scott had designed them like he originally mm. was going to be. Probably still be designing them now. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to wait for all the um, <laughs> True. for the techniques came through. So, I think the Daleks as a concept are fairly bland. Mm. It's the design actually kicks it into a, a different realm. And I know it was my first comment, but I think I'm going to fight to put casting Tom Baker in the list because mm. even though he's not my personal favourite doctor but he is you know, very high on my list casting Tom is kind of what gives the show as it was cresting into its real peak of yeah, popularity it, it is that sort of lightning in a bottle moment yeah. I think yeah. and it just lets it keep going I mean, yeah. I mean he is good across all these seven. I don't agree with people who say that he stayed too long like you look at there are problems with season 17 but it's not because Tom was in his sixth year it's because people wouldn't keep a leash on Tom because of the budget because of the mm. scripts um, Douglas Adams, a phenomenally good writer. Not really a script <laughs> no, writer. No, certainly not, no. no. <laughs> and he's fantastic in season 18. And he's watchable. Like You, he's you, watchable. you can sit and watch anything of he, that he's in. Mm. And you can't replicate it. No, you can't. So definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with yeah. the time bit. Regeneration concept for me is brilliant. Well, let's face it, I mean, it's... It, that, you know, or the it's, other plan getting a celestial toy maker back every Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then and then Michael Goff couldn't appear for some other reason, and he's had to change yeah. what he looks like. Or, How come you changed? Or, oh. or they go to the land of fiction or something. Yeah, suddenly. yeah. <laughs> so fall on the ground. Well, hold on. Let me rephrase that. The original concept of regeneration, not what's happened recently. Uh, let's go with that. True. So yeah, yeah so yeah. the series can keep reinventing itself. Yes. Okay. Well, from an initially <laughs> tough. Yeah. Well, that was actually three pretty clear answers, I think. Mm. There we go. Our yeah. second top three topic. Mark. 
top three Robert Holmes stories. Ooh, well, we've just picked up Spearhead, so... Spearhead? <laughs> Spearhead's an obvious one to Carnival? start off with. Sorry? Carnival of Monsters? I think Carnival's good. Is it his best? I don't know. See, so, so I suppose in this, the ones he actually had his name on, or are they all the ones that he rewrote? Well, actually, yes. Scratch. So, Pyramids so, of Mars Pyramids and Arkham yes. Space. That, that's the thing, where he got the base idea and just, no, this doesn't work at all. Arkham Space and Pyramids of Mars. And, you know, if you're going to put that lens on it. If he, yeah, you, which, yeah, that does make it hard. Mm. If you're sticking to strictly, you know, by Robert Holmes on the front. Yep. So, Arkham Space. Talons of Wang Chiang. Talons of Wang Chiang. Definitely. Definitely. Ooh, problematic. <laughs> We don't need to have that discussion again. No, it has got its problems. It is still a great story. Just watch it and enjoy it, is, it and remember it, is, it, it was a, a time. Story. It was, a, you know, it was yeah. made at the time. So definitely, yes, Ark in Space, definitely Talons. Androzani? Oh, yes. But if you think about Androzani, though, it's a good script, but it's left it by a great director. And if, Peter Davison. And Davison just giving him his like, yeah. So basically, if you had, say, for example, Peter Moffat directing it, and it was in, an, in it was like say in season twenty in the middle of in the middle of it, <laughs> would it have been as good? I don't know. Mm. Um, but it, it, it is an example where the it, casting and the direction together, yeah. Really, yeah, really, really lift together. it. And, yeah. Um, Whereas I think Wang Chiang is a very grounded, witty script. Yes. Y- yes. Again, some of the wit and some of the humour is not appropriate today. We acknowledge that, but it is still. As a script and as a story, a very clever story, and a, and a, and a homage and pastiche of a certain genre as well. Sunmakers, see what he goes on about the Sunmakers. Uh, I find it quite dull. Towards like maybe it's a pen at Roberts direction. He's very dull. It's so. it's a clever idea. I don't know that it entirely translates on screen. Hmm. There are really um, good aspects to it. I love the concept. I think the script is strong. But it is in that period where the budget is really starting to run out. <laughs> yeah. The direction isn't amazing. It's no. fine, but it's, it's not it's amazing. It's flat, yeah. And, and it's not done with that real sort of Hinchcliffe or Harper edge to it. Right. Okay, so we've got two already. Talons and Ark. And, so, spearhead. and Spearhead. And Spearhead. Well, well yeah. but hang on, are we, are we counting Ark? If we're counting Ark, if we're counting Ark, I'll probably say Pyramids. Mm. Have you got a pen? We can just change it to five. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, okay. No, no one wants to mention two doctors? No. Well, considering... Yeah, well... No, no. I mean, Mysterious Planet is not... You know, th- those two stories are unfortunately not as fine as work. No, I, look, I like Mysterious Planet, but it's not nearly his best work. Correct, yeah. No. Oh, this is a really hard one. Power of Kroll? No. Doctor Who's biggest monster? Look, I don't mind Power of Kroll, but it's not his best story. That's I really like the robust operation. I think it's a really good script. And mm. The, the actually, graph in decay is fantastic. Yes, actually, yes, yes. But again, a, I'm, not put, it, I'm not putting robust above Spearhead or... If you Carolines. just think... Yeah, okay, let's just put on where he's got his credit on, on the screen. Credit on the screen. Well, yeah. so, right, so, credit on the so, screen. We're, so we're cool with Spearhead and Talons. It's yes. just finding a third. Yes. I'm going to go for K's. I think if, if, if we're yeah, going... Yeah, I think you probably have to If go we're going K's. strictly yeah. name on yeah. the credits, it's got to be yeah, K's. Yeah, no, I'd go with K's. With an acknowledgement that... Pyramids and Ark would be in the mix. Absolutely. If his name was on the credits. Um, and, and nowadays it would be. Nowadays it would be a yes, co-production. Co-writer, co- co- or whatever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. That right. was tough. Our I next think, one. Are there any more like that, Dave? I don't think I can cope. <laughs> <laughs> Top three. Doctor Who composers. Oh. oh here we go. <laughs> 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 All right. Look, I'm going to throw in my number one. Yeah. That is Dominic Lynn. Agree. When you look at Glynn's work on Dragonfire, Happiness Patrol, Survival, Mysterious Planet, they've all got motifs and themes and bits that, that just yep. you remember and they're wonderful and they're effective. 
the way that he uses particularly that, that electric guitar in Survival. Yeah, it's great. Remember yeah. when that came out, it was like, where, where did this come from? Yeah. This is just not being done. Yeah, I agree. I think Dominic Glenn is underrated and a very, like, his, he does lift those um, those shows up. And that, you know, his theme tune for season 23 actually is, it's good. The problem is they just, on the sound mix or something, they've stripped everything back to sounds like tin. And That's when right. they remixed it for the 5.1, there's a lot more oomph in it. So, right? yeah, it's yeah. a lot better. Yeah. I'm going to go for Peter Howell. I really, I think he's done some great uh, scores and particularly, you know, like the Leisure Hive is superb. I know I know it lets the story down. I mean, it lifts the story I, I, I like his score for the Leisure Hive. Yeah. But- the Earth Shuttle arriving stuff just again, oh, and yeah. again, and yeah. again. That's the problem. I was like, exactly. another bloody Earth Shuttle exactly, arriving. I think I just found my music cue for our Christmas party. <laughs> um, he did Legopolis, didn't he? No, actually, Paddy Kingsland. Paddy Kingsland did Legopolis. Paddy Kingsland's another really good, oh, good composer yeah. as well. I mean, Dudley Simpson is great, but the problem is he did so much of it, and it sort of just blurs into one because they're very same, especially in a Tom Baker. I mean, he had some brilliant motifs, the master mm. one, but particularly his fantastic City of Death music is superb. Some of his early work is really, really good. Yes, agree, mm. yeah. But, but you're right, if you sort of average out all of Dudley's stuff, there's so much good that the they yeah. average out and they bring down the... the it's very samey. It's very samey. I mean, you could say that about Peter Howell as well. Yeah. Not every one of his scripts is a banger. Malcolm so. Clark, he did Earth Shock and Sea Devils. We're not going to um, follow the new series. No, I can't stand Mantivani Gold. I think it's just awful. It's a syrup. So you yeah. might. So I, I, would, I wouldn't have gold in there, but I would. I would have an argument for. Um, oh, the, the chap is doing it at the moment. The doing yeah, the I do think actually he's actually really good. He is yeah. really good, and we can't remember his name. No. And so I, I, I went for slightly more out of the box. So I think it's Ron Grainer, but. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> But is it his theme or is it... It's Delia. Is, it's Delia. Is, it, is it her it's, mix it's, but, it's, it's or her Delia. production? Yeah. yeah, because if you actually sit down and look at the sheet music for the Doctor Who theme, yeah. there's not much to it. But let's face it, that bottom eight is all him. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I think, I think it's... Was it 10% him and 90% Delia? Well, I think it's her production, really, yeah. that, that gives it the whole tonal thing. But I, yeah. I think the underwriting baseline and that, I think even Chief Bennett, that's him. Mm. So, which is, let's face it, the baseline is really the core of it. Yeah. I I know we kind of just, not dismissed, but talked down Dudley Simpson, but City of Death? Like, does he, does he deserve to be in the mix just for the City of Death? No. No? No. Okay. no. Well, no. I suppose it did the Blake 7 theme of the Federation, Mark, oh, so he gets bonus points for me well, for just for that. So. The Blake 7 theme is, yeah. is spot on. It's, actually, it's, it's a shame Dudley never got to do a theme. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, he did do the Tomorrow... Is that him, the Tomorrow People? No, I mean, a Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His, his yeah. take on the Doctor Who yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 Yes, he, actually, Tomorrow People, that is another That's a really, really good, good thing. theme, too, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I agree, Dominic Glynn is definitely in the top three for me as well. Right. I think Peter Howell probably has I to I think be you kind of have to pick Dudley Simpson. I, I, I just think just because of the sheer contribution... There are he, a lot of good ones in there. There are, and I think just for the sheer contribution he made to, you know... Yeah, I mean... This, to the series. I mean, who, who are you going to put in above him? Is, is the real thing. Because if you're Kef. not going to have Dudley, who are you going to have? No, not Kev. I mean, you've got Roger Lim, but I mean, Roger Lim's stuff for Caves and, and Revelation is fantastic. But the mm. problem is then you've got to overlay that with some of his crap he did for Time Flight and Aqua Infinity. <laughs> <All right. laughs> if you want somebody who only did two stories, but they're both classics, Jeffrey Burton. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. 
But Ooh, he's the only yes. two, but both of Jeffrey Ooh, Burton's. Oh, and we're terrible. back. Yes. Zygons and, and, and Seeds of Doom. Yes, yeah. actually, that, that's, a, that's a very good call. Ooh. That's a very good I'm call. Putting, so I'm, well, so this is the thing. If we go Bergen and Glynn, now we're having Hal versus Simpson for the third slot. And that's tough. I would do Hal because he did that great reimagining of the Doctor Who theme. Yes. Yeah, I think he did the Doctor Who theme. He brought it into the 80s, as it were. Uh, he's done some, you know, the the Leisure Hive. I know the visuals. It does complement the visuals. Yep. He did the or the score to the Five Doctors, the meh, the horn, the Rassilon horn, and that sort of stuff. That's true. Uh, That's you know, true. and he, yeah, he, yeah, he's done a lot of good work yeah. on that. The and also the two Doctors, the Sontara and Ships, you know, come through spoke like That's that. True. Yes. Yeah. So he's done some. Re- there's some really good motifs there, and the Spanish flamenco guitar in the two Doctors as well. I mean. You know, Dominic did the electric, and that's good with Flamenco on it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to... But, City oh. of Death, Nightmare of Eden. Do I have the right? The Invasion. Oh, yeah. And the Ice Warriors. Yeah, he did love his his castrati choir before the he did it. He did actually before <laughs> Murray got his hands Murray on got it. Murray got his hands on it, yeah. Yeah, literally. Gold. Richard, where, where are you falling? I mean, I mean, do you accept Glenn and Virgin as being in the top three, or are you? Uh, it's it, it's very it's very hard to argue against Jeffrey Burton's strike strike rate. It's it's sort of you know sort of the Adelaide Crows, really. I think. <laughs> well, until until twenty seventeen, but uh, you know, two grand finals for two wins. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of the only thing is it's only two stories. You know, if he'd done more, you'd probably say, well, some of his other stuff would be rubbish. So. so do we give him a meritorious award for his two? Let's um, yeah. let's say on on, on terms yeah. of massive work. Yeah, Hal and Simpson have to. Let's give him a no, noble yeah. mention. All right, yeah. Yeah. noble mention, um, and then Dominic Glynn, Peter Howell, and Deadly Dudley. Yeah, how's that? Okay, okay, happy with that? Yep. All right. Okay, and no Kev. What about Ron Graham? <laughs> <laughs> Or indeed the 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 chap whose name we still can't remember. <laughs> he actually he's added a notable mention because yeah um, yeah, yeah. I, he he, he, he is really good. I must admit he's better than a lot of the crap we've had so far. Oh yeah, it's, so, it's actually quite understated. But again, mm. it's the mix is not right. Like yeah. the vocal, I don't know. It's just my hearing is completely going off. But anyway, uh, all right, so we've got two more for the episode. A uh, Mark. <laughs> Top three Troughton stories. Yeah, that's hard because do you do it by extent or do you just. I think you've got to say all stories are equal, although some are more equal than others. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put in my top two. Go. Evil and Tomb. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty strong on both of those. And after that, there's a lot of very meritorious ones. Invasion's great. War Games is great. Mind Robber's great. Power's great. Evil, definitely. <sighs> Web of Fear. Yeah, that is pretty good. Web of Fear is very good and obviously is a lot better now that most of it's back. Yes. And I really do like the invasion as well. Where are you on Tomb? Tomb, it's nice to have, but it's a it's a comfort Troughton. If you just want to watch four episodes of Troughton, I usually plan for that. Mm. Is it the best of that era? No. Pretty good. It's very good. I mean, give me that uh, any day of the Macro Terror. Uh, any day. I, I like the Macro Terror, but I can't make it happen. It's the top three. No. Evil's locked in. Let's just move on. Are you happy with Evil, Richard? Um, definitely Web of Fear. I'm actually very fond of the Abominable Snowmen. That might change when the animation comes out. But <laughs> and you see, I really like part two of the Abominable Snowmen. But every time I've read the book, I listen to it. 
I still can't remember what happened in the whole back half. Mm. I, I know that there's a pyramid spewing the BBC foam machine. So, and, and, and that's the problem. I do sort of... Look, I like the abominable snowman. It's a good setting. The, the monster's really good. The cast is in good form. But is the back half just going to be another iteration of the BBC foam machine and a lot of running around? I, I don't... No, see, I, funny. See, I read the novelisation because it was one of the first ones I got when I was young, and I read it a lot of times. I must admit, I loved the novelisation when I was young. Yeah. Because I, I found it really quite atmospheric and whatever. So, you know, and look, it might change. We see the thing, or as I said, the animation comes out. I like Evil. I don't know that it's in my top three. But what is this? If you, yeah. go, if you go knock out all us. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah. As I said, de- definitely, definitely with fear. I actually really like Fury from the Deep. Mm. Yeah. And again, look, some of that's based on the novel because the novel is The novel great. is excellent, yeah. yeah that is it a is. great yeah, novel. Great. Yeah. I actually quite like The Invasion. Yeah. I, I was uh, going to say, if you guys aren't sold on Tomb, maybe we can all stop it in with Invasion. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I quite like The Invasion. If I'm in the right mood, The Mind Robber is quite inventive. I don't necessarily think it's in my top three, but... I would agree with both those sentiments. I, I think it's very inventive. It's kind of hard to go past Evil, though. Yeah, look, I'll probably snake Evil in a third. So, if we're agreed, Evil, Web, Invasion. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And, and, and let's face it, that gives us the three probably big monsters, so... Yeah, that's true, actually. From from that era, so... Yeah, okay. War games? Oh, Ice Warriors. I left out the Ice Warriors, though. There's yeah, a reason for that. I must admit, the Ice Warriors themselves are cool. I mean, yeah, the two, the Seeds of Death. The, the two yeah. stories they're in aren't great. I think the Seeds of Death's really good. Yeah. The Ice Warriors story isn't good. They are, they are by far the best thing in it. And they are a very, mm. very good monster. Yeah, the, the Ice Warriors is not a very good story at all. No, it's no. not. No. No, well, it's evidenced by the fact you can skip the two missing ones. <laughs> and not notice. <laughs> no. And even with the new animations, you can still skip it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually think they got it right in that the one they did in the 90s, just where they had the scanner screen. Just yeah, so they tell you the right. story they for did, a few so minutes. Really and then good, you yeah. cut back into part four. I yeah. actually think and that's... You've missed nothing. Yeah. No. You've missed nothing. War Games is definitely a notable mention. I think it's hard. Mm. It's. I don't think it beats well, the other Well, we did save no. it in round one, so... We did, along with June. Um, but yes, I think I'm happy with those three. We're just locked in. I think War yep. Games is notable mention, but I yep. think it's a little bit long. Mm. You know, you could lop a couple of episodes out of those and, and not bother animating them. And let's face it, even Web Invasion, you've got you know, a few months worth of television to watch. So. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely right. And it's got Kevin Stoney. Enough said. All right. Our last question for the episode. Oh, I'm exhausted after all this. <laughs> I have to use my brain. Top three Doctor Who directors. Oh, we're all going to go Douglas Canfield. Yeah, well, let's, let's <laughs> Douglas, Canfield, Douglas Canfield. Douglas Canfield, Graham, Graham Harper. Harper. No, you see, I don't think Graham Harper's that great. <laughs> and particularly when you add his new series stuff in. He's... Yeah, yeah. I, I think Graham Harper was very good in the classic series because if you, if you see what the others were doing, it was very much mm. just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Caves was very good. He, he cast very well in Caves mm. and he definitely gets energy out of the actors. I don't think Revelation's especially good. Like, there's a couple of nice moments. You're lucky Rob's not here. I, I am. Um, <laughs> but you see, I would put Peter Grimwade over Graham Harper. When yes, Grimwade. Yes, absolutely. Actually, Grimwade's a good one. And Michael Ferguson too. Yeah, Michael Ferguson's very good. Mm. Michael E. Broke. Mm. Rachel Calloway. I can yeah, never forget so Maybe go for someone like Paddy Russell. Paddy's good, but what's her standout? Like, if, if, you, if you said to somebody... Pyramids of Mars. Sorry? Pyramids of Mars. Yeah, okay. Horror Fang Rock. Ma- Horror Fang Rock. Ma- Massacre. 
I don't really know what the direction was like. No, well, that's well. I mean, it sounds great. It's, <laughs> it sounds great. Let me show you. <laughs> Michael Ferguson is very good. I was watching some yeah. stuff of his recently, and he's very good. What about New Series? And, and let's face it, he invented the. Wee! <laughs> I mean, Tim Coombs only did two, but they're very good. Mm-hmm. Silver Rams and Mind of Evil. Yep. I've always liked Nick Hurran from the New Series. He did The Day of the Doctor and. and um... Some others. <laughs> I've got this. Yes, um, but I thought his direction was, was pretty good. Who was the guy that did all the really cool Eccleston stuff? Um, Joe Ahern. Joe Ahern. Joe Ahern yeah. was very good. Joe Ahern yeah. will be up there. Yeah. Look, I, as I say, I think Camfrew gets the first slot. Yep. I, I honestly put Pete Grimwade in the second slot. Yeah, I like Grimwade too. Are you, are you okay with Grimwade? Or yeah. You, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I would actually go Ahern in number three. I think a new series yeah, one. Is that because you feel bad for not picking anything from the new series in the last like little bit? <laughs> <laughs> it's either going to be a Hearn or Nick Harren for me. Um, I thought he was really. I know Tallulah's stuff has been really good. Like some of the it stuff that we've really picked good. up has been good. And we big up well enough and time Doctor Dancers, mm. and a lot of that is down to the direction. Yeah. So maybe we do have to put Tallulah in there. Yeah, but I can't forgive. I can't forget for Death in Heaven. The problem with that's not the direction, though. I oh, know, I know, no. but it's just all, you know, encapsulating. Mm. Well, I said I don't really care much about the new series, so I'm, I'd actually go Paddy Russell for my third one, but purely and simply because I just think you look at the stories; they're all pretty good. That is true, and they're all pretty well directed. You see, so, I, I would well, make. We, we I'd go. I'd much, go but, probably Michael Ferguson if well, we're going to go that. Can I, can I just mm. make an argument though for Michael Lee Bryant? Yeah, because he is one who really made a point of trying to be different and innovative. Yes, that's true. You look what he did to lift the robots of death. He's responsible for all of that really good stuff in Revenge of the Cybermen. Yeah, the stuff in the caves, and that's and that that probably is let's face it the best stuff in the story. So some of the, the shots and that where they're in the caves. And, and I'm going to counteract that with Michael Ferguson, who's done you know War Machines. We got Hartnell standing at the end with the War Machines yeah. coming towards him, Seeds of Death. Where you got the ice warriors and the suns in the background reflecting as he's just going along Hampstead Heath. Ambassadors of Death is fantastic, especially the wee, you know, the titles at the beginning. And the action scenes are fantastic. Clause of Axos is very trippy. The story's not great, though. I, I was going to say the direction is probably the only good thing in the Clause of yeah. Axos. Yeah. Not Bill Fowler? No, not Bill Fowler. <laughs> I'm surprised Big Finish haven't done the Bill Fowler, you know, the Chronicles. <laughs> Coming soon. Um, give them time. Oh, this is a hard one, isn't it, really? I'm going to go Michael Ferguson. I'm going to say Michael Lee Bryan. Yeah. So we two, two and some honourable mentions? Which is cheating. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you guys want to make an argument for Harper? Don't forget that he did some Look, he, not great new series I agree. Stuff. So his new yeah. series stuff wasn't great, but again, it could be down to the, what he was given. You and, know what and I mean? also, and I think that television caught up with him. But I, I that's the so. thing. I was going to say, time's probably moved on I think by the time he's directing yeah. new series stuff, so it was really what was really like wow when you watch it in you know the nineteen eighties, isn't wow. No, because everyone's no. just caught up to it. Yeah, or as you say, actually, yes, that's a good choice. Actually, Christopher Day. That's not a bad pick, actually. He doesn't get a lot of the real big ups, but no, the Daleks, the demons. Yep, Power of the Dalek. You know, he's done some and Robot. You know, he's been there. Brain and Morbius. What yeah, else did he true. do? Creature from the pit, but you know, we'll have a yeah. look at some bad. Again, he didn't have a lot to work with a creature from the pit. No, no. Yeah, it's, got, it's got cat weasel in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to make a call on this. All right, it's either one of the Michaels or Christopher Barry Ooh. or Paddy Russell. 
Patty is a very good call. Isn't Patty it? is a very good call. Hong, Hong, and she put her family like her under control. Yes, she yeah, actually she told. Did. Yeah, yes, she did actually. Let's go, Patty. Let's go, Patty. There's Patty. All yeah. right, Patty Woo-hoo. has it. Yep. Right, well, we've had a bit of fun there. We've really just had excuses to talk about different parts of Doctor Who, frankly, which is the whole point of getting you around to have a bit of a chat. I'll tell everybody what's happening in February in a moment, but gentlemen, is there anything you would like to plug or tell our listeners where to find you, Mark? Uh, yes, well, I'm Mark. I'm part of the 42 to Doomsday podcast. The 42 to Doomsday Gestalt. Gestalt, yes. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter, 42 to Doomsday. We're on all your podcast feeds, 42 to Doomsday we're still going. We'll be doing stuff this year, so yeah, look out for it on your on your favourite feeds. And and now regards all to Rob from Forty Two Doomsday. We'd have loved to have you here. Yes, as usual, we've missed you, but uh, you couldn't be here, and life had to move on, I guess. Yes, <laughs> but no, a big 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 shout out to, to Rob and indeed to, to my Rob who is enjoying his vacation in January. Very good, very good. And Richard, well, I'm one half of the Spaceball Podcast. Excellent podcast. Yes, and, and of course Dave is the other half. We are about to come back after a very long break. Yes, about to drop finally our Star 1 episode. Yes. Which rounds out Series 2. We have started recording discussions for Series 3, so we are going to plough on now. Now we're free of at least some of the restrictions and that around COVID and we can interact with people again. We are back and it's full steam ahead. Fantastic. Fantastic. And you can hear all three of us on the Goodies Pirate Podcast. Yes. 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 Complete run through the all of the goodies. And now that those box set DVDs are out from network, you have no excuse yep. not to buy them and listen to our podcast. Just admit we are all much um, fresher and newer in podcasting when they came out. <laughs> and I must be I listened to the season one episodes of our Goodies Pirate Podcast and they're very basic. Yes, they are a bit. We did get better as we went on. We will revisit the goodies at some point. But that, that's a future project. Now, next episode of the Doctor Who show, or next monthly episode, after a lot of time talking about the new series, we've been doing a hot takes flux, Eve of the Daleks, and all that goes along with that, we are going to dive very heavily into the classic series with one of our season deep dives. As mm. always, we are letting the audience pick which of our four nom- nominees we're going to talk about. Rob has sent me his two nominations. He's doubling down from the last time we did this. And once again, he's nominating season 26 and season 13. Oh. I am going to nominate season 11 oh. and season 15. Oh. So that oh. poll will be up a day or so after this drops at the end of January, and then we'll have it up for about a week because we need enough time to watch whatever season you pick for us to watch, and then we will do a deep dive. And Richard and I will be ringing the vase to make sure it's yeah. 15. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Rob that. Horror friend Rob, horror friend Rob, horror friend Rob. I'll get the Russian bots on it straight away. Uh, but look, guys, it's always a pleasure to have you around. It's great to be back, actually. Sorry, yeah. that sorry mate. Yeah, sorry. But guys, it's always a pleasure to have you around and just talk about Doctor Who in a nice summer sort of vibe. That and I'm sure great. we'll have you back at some point as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, please. It was great. Thank you. And in the meantime, I've been Dave. I'm Richard. And I'm Mark. And we'll speak again soon. You've been listening to The Doctor Show with Rob and Dave. Find us online by searching for The Doctor Show. We also love it when you write in. Drop us a line anytime at 
hello at the dwshow.net. Da, 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 da.